Here we are, episode 13 of Build for Better. Um, Duncan's in and we're going to do a Q&A show. It's the first one of 2020. We've got six questions here uh, that have been sent through via Instagram. But before we get started, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spinning a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to send to me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but times of currency, I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your nudes. Like a place. Hey, mate, how's the shoulder? Oh, yeah, no, nah, she's alright. Still takes a bit of getting used to. You gotta be careful with it. <laughs> So uh, for those who don't know, at the Sunny Webster seminar, Duncan uh, dislocated his shoulder doing a snatch balance. But it's coming along all right. You're back in the gym. Yeah, I went to the Cairo the other day, and um, they were pretty, you know, pretty impressed, I reckon. I, like Straight away, I reckon I got a good range of movement out of it. So I didn't think it was too bad. But then, yeah, there's certain movements in the gym that I've got to be really careful with, so... Yeah, it'll take a bit of getting used to. There's no doubt about that. And what about that? That was your birthday present, and you're so excited for that. And then uh, halfway through it, you don't even get to finish it. Yeah, I reckon I did half the organising for that. Like I, like don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> obviously not. But I was the one that sort of loved Sunny Webster the most, and then yeah, and um, didn't get to hit a PB with him there. <laughs> no, I hit a PB snatch balance straight into a dislocated shoulder. <laughs> Uh, two shots of morphine. Yeah. And what's your plans with the training? Obviously uh, missing out on the Aussie throwdown. You're pretty disappointed about that. Yeah, I'd like to get in there on a Friday Arvo and have a bit of fun with the lads, but... Um, not to be. Not to be, but yeah. Save you the disappointment, I suppose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, just yeah, really trying to get some rehab going, trying to strengthen it up the best way possible i suppose like the Cairo did say it'll take three months but it's already been a month and i'm not too disheartened so i reckon it'll be gone in no time and yeah get them as strong as ever and then hopefully get back to the plan and then have that day with sunny webster in sydney yeah i reckon that'll be good <clears throat> so uh when he dislocated his shoulder sunny said that uh, when he gets to sydney he'll uh take him to the gym for a full day so it's probably a probably a better result really yeah and uh next podcast is actually with sunny that'll be next week so it's cracker as well let's get in these questions yeah right up. <clears throat> um fruits are good are good for health but they are also high in carbs how many should i eat in a week yeah fruits are really good for us they're very high in fiber uh, I sort of suggest that we should only eat carbs around our training. So depending on what the goal is, obviously, and how many calories you are eating, I would say um, like a piece before and a piece after training would be fine. Um, most days, the thing with carbs is you're putting back in what your body's used. That's why it's best to have them around training. Um, like, don't get me wrong, fruit is a better snack than most things. The thing with fruit and snacks is it's very rarely that you have a piece of fruit and you feel satisfied after it. Normally you're looking for something else again. So no set number, um, but I suggest fruit around trading, ideally. If you earn it, you get to eat it. I love carbs. I'm never cutting carbs. That's what I... um, There's no big name diet that I really like because they all eliminate something that we all love. 
Yeah. I have to be careful around fruit in my diet. Oh, sorry, fruit. Too much fruit. Like, even just in a smoothie, if I track my smoothies and weigh them out properly, I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. But um, you get, like, it's crazy how many calories yeah, you can carbs have in just a one in, well, shake. Well, not calories, but carbs are in fruit, yeah. yeah. A lot yeah, of people make shakes and they don't put protein powder in it, so essentially you're just getting a shake that's just full of carbs. I was on the um, eight-week challenge with you and I ate an apple and I tracked it and it was 45 calories. And I think they were all carbs and I was like, frig, not having that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's still like it's 45 calories isn't much, though. No, nah, no, it's not. But I was pushing the limits, like I was getting carbs. Yeah, I was having was every single calorie carb, I was allowed. Yeah. <laughs> um, next question. You love goal setting and I hate it because I never seem to be able to achieve my goals. So the question would be what's a, what's a quick quick win for your goal setting? I guess two questions with that. Are you setting your goal too high or are you not doing the work to achieve your goal? That's kind of um, where that can go. If you're setting your goal too high, that's probably not the worst thing if you're not getting disheartened about it because I feel like if you set your goals high, at least you're aiming high, if you don't quite get there, uh, you got close where if you set them low and then you get them, maybe you could have achieved more. Um, the thing about goal setting is you've got to have a goal and a dream and from that goal and a dream, you've got to create a plan that's going to lead you towards that goal or dream. Once you've got the plan, you need to follow that plan to a T and you're then in an acceptance phase. Before you can get results, you've got to accept that what's going to be is what's going to be. You can't jump from goal and dream to plan to results. There's a period of time and that's depending on what your goal is, the time period um, that you have to wait before you can get them results. So say for instance, if you want to lose five kilos, that's your goal five kilos Uh, from there you create a plan what you're going to eat doing 10,000 steps a day Um, so many gym sessions maybe so many hours sleep so that's your plan then you follow that plan and there's no point worrying about getting on the scales every day because that's only going to dishearten you all you can do is what's in your power and what's in your power is following that plan and then accepting what will be will be say at the end of the week and you get on or the end of the month you get on the scales and you've lost three kilos you need to go back into that acceptance phase follow the plan a little longer and then you know go for the result again back on the scales if you didn't quite get there back to acceptance and the good thing is once you do lose that five kilos if you're not quite happy there you set a new goal you create a new plan and then back into acceptance it's kind of like a circle that just keeps rolling around I feel like goal setting is extremely important. Like I was at Essential Energy for 10 years and pretty much lived my life with no goals at all. And that led to me not getting eight hours out of my phone battery and uh, having to take a phone charger to work (laughs) to get through. Got awfully good at stick cricket and uh, a few other games. But yeah, now with goals, reading books, listening to podcasts, audio books. um, Yeah. But still, if you set your goals too high, you've still got to be able to track it in some way, shape or form. Whether you're tracking your goals over a month, is it, you know, did you still read three quarters of a book? It's still it's still worthwhile sort of celebrating that achievement, even though you didn't get to tick it off your list. Sort of learn from it. Yeah, 100%. You've got time. to reassess. Like when I sat down at the start of the year, they're sitting in front of us as we're doing this podcast. 
I set goals for 12 months and then broke them 12 month goals down into three month goals. And then from them three month goals, broke them down into one month goals. So for instance, one of my goals is to write 30 blogs this year. So for January, February and March, my goal was to write 10 blogs and I haven't wrote a single blog yet. So not on track with that. But come the end of March, I can sit and complain that I haven't done it or I can reassess and think if I write 20 blogs this year, that's still a really good year. Um, and, and reset and go again. Yeah, I might uh, quiz you on all your goals there for March, <laughs> but <laughs> no, we'll some of them on. are going all right. Holidays booked, the sessions are going well. I can see Podcasts that. Podcasts are coming along all right. Went to <clears> Dave <throat> and Goggins, been to Fast Growth Summit. The books are going really well. Audio books not so well. <clears throat> running a 28 day challenge as we speak it's coming some of it <laughs> but if they weren't there like honestly you've already got your 75 kilo snatch goal there I see yeah there's 110 a couple kilo clean and jerk now nah, clean and jerk 95 and I got 100 pretty happy with that already jumped me yearly goal with that <laughs> need to reassess that one <clears throat> um, so next question what was your highest body weight and what was your uh, what's your current body weight yeah so highest body weight I ever got to was 106 um, I was down around 77 was the lowest I ever got to but currently sitting at 83 and feel pretty good there I reckon ideally for me would be maybe 82, 81 106 you would have felt pretty bad eh? oh horrible <laughs> Horrible, getting out of the ute, getting up a power pole at Essential. Like Did you ever find it was um, putting your socks on in the morning? Yeah, I don't know. I can't really remember anything specific, but uh, I remember getting out of breath really easily. Yeah, I can just remember, and it wasn't that long ago, right? <laughs> <clears throat> I was sitting at the end of my bed trying to put my socks on, and I was just like nearly out of breath. I was like, what was the biggest you ever got to? I, I can't remember if it was 89. No, nah, it would have been 99. 99. I yeah. didn't let myself hit 100. Well, either I didn't get on the scales when I was 100. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember seeing it. It was like back, oh, it was probably three or four years ago. Um, and I was like getting ready for Yellow Mountain or something like that. And I was like, I'm not, not hitting 100. I don't think I changed anything, so I probably could have hit 100. I don't know. Yeah, like you look at defining moments, and that's a defining moment in my life. Like I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing and being able to help the people that I'm helping if I hadn't experienced like the journey from 106 down to 80 kilos. Yeah. So in hindsight, it was a blessing, but <laughs> yeah. wouldn't go back there, that's for sure. Nah, never want to go back there. Eh? No. Um, so this next question, what does a typical day of food look like for you? But let's break that down because obviously um, your food would probably change with when you train. Yeah. So let's go from whenever you wake up in the morning through to what food you consume. So around training, around sort of quiet times in the office. Yeah. So typical day, um, get up at quarter to five. And then before I go to work, I make just a green... um, greens drink so it's just true protein greens and creatine um and i take that work to me work to work with me and sip on that while i'm coaching at 5 15 normally i probably train at 6 15 um so yeah i'll coach 5 15 or be there while um 
helping the guys coach 515. So is there any carbs in that greens one? or? No, nah, it's just pretty no calories essentially. Yeah. Just for nutrients. Um, and then when I get home from training, so train 6.15 to 7.15 and come straight home and make a smoothie. So in that smoothie, there's protein powder, um, there's oats, there's coconut water, there's berries, there's pineapple, there's mango, there's banana, and there's baby spinach. So it's at the moment, like depending on what my goal is because I'm doing this um, challenge with the guys, um, I'm in a bit of a calorie deficit. So that that's normally around 700 calories and it's got about 120 grams of carbs. So still quite high in carbs, but I've just earned them. My next meal is normally four hours after that. So say I have that at eight o'clock, so 9, 10, 11, 12. I have a meal that's normally protein and veg. So any type of protein, depending on what we've got prepped. Let's just say chicken, for instance. And I normally just go 50 grams of pumpkin, carrot, beans, and broccoli. So it's sort of like a 400 gram meal, 200 grams of meat, 200 grams of veggies. Um, pretty low calorie. It's normally about 350 calories or something like that. And sometimes I'll add fat with that normally. And I'll essentially have that same thing as what I had. Um, again, depending on what we've got prepped, four hours after that. So if that was at 12, at four o'clock, I'd have the exact same thing again. And then at dinner, um, normally we have salad for dinner. So um, salad, um, get fat through feta and avocado. Protein, whatever protein's going, let's just say we've got um, a leg of lamb roasted, I'll have lamb with it. And I would add carbs to that to refuel for training the next day. So normally say 100 grams of sweet potato and 100 grams of rice. I'd have brown rice with that. I just prefer brown rice rather than white not because it's um any better for you or anything like that and then before dinner every night uh, sorry after dinner every night i have um some dessert so it's um low in cereal with uh chobani yogurt and some berries so again just an extra top up of carbs before i go to bed uh, to put some fuel in my system for the next day that last one would be pretty high in calories normally 300 calories i think yeah so you're probably doing two over two thousand, but yeah, between two and two and a half. Yeah, yeah, twenty three hundred around, aiming for two point two times my body weight of protein at the moment. Yeah, okay. So you've got no carbs before training, carbs directly after it, and then the rest is basically protein, nutrient dense foods, yeah, and fat. And then you've got that dessert. Yeah. With them two meals in the middle of the day, I'd either add like good quality butter or some nuts or some avocado with fats, it to yeah. get some fats there. Yeah. So mm. essentially, I don't have fats till twelve o'clock, and then the next three meals. Have oh yeah. So fat. your timing after your training, you're trying to keep your fats away from your training. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it works really well now that I can train in classes, and then, say for instance, yesterday I trained at five p.m. I just move everything around. So we cooked eggs for brekkie. Um, I had a meal in the second meal, exactly the same. That four o'clock meal, I made my smoothie then before I trained. So my carbs are around training. And dinner was exactly the same with carbs again there. So it's just a matter of moving it around, really. Just yep. Having a plan at the start of the week's the key, really. Yeah. Uh, last question here. Is it possible to still lose weight without going to the gym? Or is it, I'll rephrase this to suit my personal training at the moment, is it possible to still lose weight or maintain 
with doing one kilo shoulder rotations. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, you haven't got to train to lose weight. Honestly, out of our total daily energy expenditure, training is the smallest part. What's important, the main thing I would tell you to do is ensure you're getting 10,000 steps every day. Um, backing that up with a nutrition plan that suits your life and what you like, that nutrition plan has got to put you in a calorie deficit. You need to follow that nutrition plan to a T for seven days of the week, not five days. Um, and then on the back of that, I would say sleep. Sleep's a big one. Um, when you're tired, you're more inclined to make a poor decision that will not lead you towards your goals. And I reckon you've talked about it before, but yeah, like limiting your treats, eh? Like if a standard, like a normal person would have a fit, like just going off of who I've sort of worked with and that, like they haven't sort of treats every most days right yeah that's one so of the you, quotes if you could cut down like two of them a week you're sort of you're doing yourself a huge favor eh? like since when has like a treat become an everyday occurrence you know like we used to get like as kids we'd be allowed an ice block after swimming club nowadays you see kids you know get an ice box most days or we're having it you know yeah yeah cool that's all the questions we've got you've had a big start to the year in the gym like I know that myself, I've had the gymnastics, the Sunny Webster. Anything else coming up? Surely not. Yeah, it's always something coming up. <laughs> so the thirty-day, sorry, twenty-eight-day challenge is running at the moment. So we're just into week two of that. So I'm pretty excited to, um, you know, motivate and coach my clients or the clients that are doing it through that. Um, I really want to see some of them get some really good results. Um, so then can build momentum leading into the next one in May. Um, we're doing the Aussie Throwdown at the moment, so the last two workouts will be on Friday the twentieth. I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, it's been good to test myself with, you know, show the hard work that I've done through January, February, and the start of March, and it's definitely um, paying off. And then obviously Nick Bowdage coming to town next weekend, so the. Sunday the 22nd, he's running that seminar. I'm super excited about that. And then he's doing a day with my staff on the 23rd. And then we nearly roll into April. I'm actually taking a week off, heading with the family to Terrigal before April. Oh, it looks like you better tick that off. Then. Tick it off the list. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Um, into Easter, we're looking at the calendar. Not long to Anzac Day. And then next 28-day challenge starts 4th of March. 4th of May, sorry. Got to have a plan. The only thing I see when I look at calendars like that is a morning shutdown calendar and it's not very motivating <laughs> at all. And then skipping to Bali. So 12th of July, I'm pumped for that Bali retreat and just starting to really get everything sorted for that. So you better get that shoulder ready for Bali <clears> because <throat> there's going to be some tough, tough workouts yep. in the heat. Yeah, I think that's the plan too, eh? Like get the shoulder back ready. Like it'll be a good time. Yeah. Good timing. Get it strong again. Then go to Bali. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's wrap it up. Till next time. Later. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing you.